listeners and friends and family. My name's Rochelle. I'm their engineer for these podcasts, and I'm just introducing here episode two, where all we have is Baldi and Murdo coming back from their European trip, where they talk about their trip through Venice, Germany for Oktoberfest, and Paris. Now, don't forget, they are also sponsored by their three favorite food groups, which is beer, wine, and vodka. If you like to disagree, place a comment down below, or let me know what you like to drink while listening to this, because right now, I can tell you, I'm definitely drinking a glass of wine. So enjoy episode two, and stay tuned, because next week we have a great episode for you. Welcome back to us, October 5th, podcast episode number two. It's just me and the Merido. Got anything to say? Nothing. <clears throat> anything new? Nope. Other than we just got back from Oktoberfest in Munich, Germany. I'm still a little tired. I think we're both a little tired. I don't know how to do a podcast today. That was a good idea. But we but, had to kill some time before we're going to go eat Mexican food. And get a massage because, mm-hmm. you know, that's how we roll after oh. we... For Christmas this last year, December of, uh, or Christmas of 22, my lovely wife bought me a trip to Munich for Oktoberfest. Because you like beer. And she wanted to go to Germany, I'm sure. I like to go anywhere, but. Right. It was a perfect trip. We, she, oh, there's so many things about it that were, um, there's the stories on themselves. First, we like to fly a little bit bougie. Not because we're bougie. We like to fly because we like a little space. I'm a big man. Six, three, two something. And he usually takes over my space, any space that I have in a seat. Two something plus ten pounds after this trip. (laughs) So first class is what we always look for, or business class. Something different than just coach. And we've ruined some travel partners because we've introduced them to first class. Their initials are Tata and Carl Snyder. (laughs) Anyway. uh, After Christmas, I constantly look at airfares to different places. And I found the Virgin Atlantic uh, upper class for cheaper than Virgin Atlantic economy. So I booked those in Virgin Atlantic. If you've never flown it and will take a sponsorship for it, it's don't the do bomb. It. Well, yeah, don't first of all, don't do it because you won't get over it the next time that you can't fly it. They offered us pajamas. And we took them. After two glasses of champagne before we even taxied. We had <laughs> the beds. It's got fold down beds. Life flight. We the, get our own little pod thingy. Yeah, you can't even call them... Uh, Fully reclining. They're, it's like a bed. Yeah, they lay flat. They give you a, a, a mattress pad mm-hmm. and a big old fat comforter. And a good pillow. And socks. They give you an amenity kit with <laughs> socks in it. We should just be doing our Yelp review right now. <laughs> uh, uh, about three and a half stars. That was good. The walk-up bar lounge to sit in and drink. In in the plane. In the plane. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. And then, of course, in the airports, you get the lounge with the first class and upper class. And, and um, lounge with showers. Yeah, it was all very oh, good. So was, that's how it started. A little bougie. 
So we got a little bougie on the way over there, and we landed in... London. Yeah, London first, and that's where we took our showers and got re-energized and then flew to Paris. And then we ended up staying the night in Paris that night. Yeah, it's a 10-hour flight from Frisco directly to Heathrow, London, and then just a 40-minute flight Mm -hmm. to Paris. So that's a full day of traveling. So then we, we got up in Paris and headed straight to Venice. Yeah. That's just like a side trip. I mean, the, the the whole idea was Oktoberfest, Munich, Germany, but... But we knew we were going to be over there, and I said, all right, let's go, let's pick some place to stamp our passports that's within an hour or so of Munich. And if you look, Munich is central to everything. We could have gone to Switzerland. We could have gone to Austria. We could have gone, you know, further into Germany or... We went to Italy. We could have gone to so many different places within an hour and a half of Paris. was just, it was crazy. So we, we chose Venice. And we chose wisely. Mm-hmm. And you got amazing room there. Yeah. Thanks to my word, Miles. <clears throat> anyway, keep talking. So we, um, Brian had a lot of points saved up. I had every intention of using every last mile and did so pretty, pretty good. Um, our room was a two room suite on the canal in Venice where you opened up the window outside of our bedroom and the people on the bridge walking across the canal can see in our room. I mean, it was just, it was fucking cool. And our hotel had a taxi stop at, at the, at the back door of the hotel. Well, I don't know if it's a back door or front door cause it's on the canal because everything else is referred to as an alley. So maybe it's the front door of the know. hotel. I, I, I couldn't tell you. I think the front door is... Well, I couldn't tell you. I know. See? But we... So when we land in Venice... Oh, yeah. We're outside <laughs> of... I mean, Venice is the whole area. The airport's actually in Venice as well. Yeah, But then cold. there's... We went to the San Marcos. Mm-hmm. Venice is made up of arguably 118 to 126 islands. But they're separated just by little tiny canals and uh bridges like 400 actually i think i have some stats just for this uh podcast 118 to 121 islands 391 to 435 bridges bridges that connect all the all these tiny islands and the islands are separated by you know some as little as 10 feet canals are 10 foot all the way to the geez i don't know how big the grand canal gets but it's pretty big wild so we got on a taxi to go out. Everything, when we, any kind of transportation in Venice is a boat. There's no bikes, no cars, no. Unless you're uh, walk. I mean, downtown in the palazzas, they have, I mean, it's all walking. There's nothing other than foot traffic on the island itself. And so we get this taxi and we tell them, hey, our, we're, sup- we're right on a, uh, on a, the canal, so we should drive right to the hotel. And he says, yeah, but it's high tide. I can't fit under the bridge. Okay. So he dumps us in the, uh, or at the Grand Harbor. Canal. Yeah. And it's just a five-minute walk dragging our bags. No, no big deal. Everybody was doing it. But then when we did leave, the tide was down. So the taxis were able to pick us up at dark 30, There's driving through the canals in the middle of the dark. Wild. Watching the sun come. I wanted to watch the sunset in Venice, and I, I'm, we missed it on the water. And so, um, but the next morning we got up and we got to watch the sunrise. 
Well, that was in when a, we were in a leaving. boat. Yeah, but we, still, we, it was very beautiful. We gotta we gotta go back to what we did. She booked a food walking tour with Alexandria, yes, a local it, Romanian chick. She was awesome. She's a Romanian, but she's married to a Venetian. But she took us everywhere. She yeah. met us in a square and took us to all the local spots. So we got to taste local food, drink local drinks. It's not Italian food. People. It's not. It's the furthest thing from Italian food ever that I've ever seen. <laughs> Venice is much like Central Valley, California. They don't want to be part of Italy. We don't want to be part of California. But Italy claims them. But there, if you're going for pasta and red sauce, you're not going to get a large selection in Venice. It's more fish. It's Mediterranean-ish. No, no. No, it's not, not Mediterranean. Mediterranean. It's no. creation. Anyways, mm-hmm. so it's not like you're not going to get red sauce and lasagnas and all that kind of stuff. You can, but it's not the local authentic. Because like they, yeah. they got the, the chain pizza rias yeah. Yeah. But, in there. But they're not they're not Venetian. They are Italian. So the walking tour is awesome. We got plenty of history. Uh, we got the local perspective. It was really cool. It was a great first. I mean, we did that when we landed. Or as soon yeah. as we got on the island. As soon as we dumped our baggages, we went out and met her. And... and then we walked around, and we had the the tour was three hours long for the for the food tour, I think. Right? It was supposed three to be four. supposed to be four. But, but she cut it a little short because um, our next tour, our next tour, <laughs> she wanted to make sure we got to it, and so she actually ended up walking with us to it because she wanted to make sure we got there safely. Um, not that there was any crime, but that we didn't get lost and miss our tour. Um, but it was four hours. It was. Yeah, it was supposed to be four, but we ended up doing it in like three and a half. But so good. Like, everything was wonderful. And what was our next tour? Our next tour was kayaking at sunset in the Grand Canal on Venice. Sketchy, which yeah. is right up my alley. Yeah. Sketchy because we're... We're in the ocean and there's boats driving by us and we're in a fucking kayak. That's it, a little sketchy. And the sun was going down. Yeah. So it was a little dark. We had a light around our neck. But nobody nobody gave a fuck. Anybody in a boat didn't give a shit about us in a kayak. And I was it Alexandria that told us that, um, you know, because of the water taxis and all of the gondola drivers, that's their livelihood. And they don't want this bullshit kayak to take over companies out in the in the water. So they have no respect for the people in the kayaks. They're like, oh, that's good to know. And and they showed it. The boats just went by. They made sure they didn't run you over, but they didn't care about you. Yeah, and it was... That is awesome. Yeah, that was great. And then the next morning we got up and we went to um, another tour, um, Moreno, where they do the glass tour, and or blow hand-blown glass. And then we went to Burano, was where they hand-stitch lace. Both excellent tours. Wish we had more time. I'd go back. Anybody? We... Uh during this trip we've had a lot of time to just bullshit and uh drink and enjoy but we've decided we want to try to do some tour guiding it doesn't have to be europe but that's for another time yeah so if you guys like what you hear about our trips and want to go with us give us a ring we'll see what we could do uh another interesting fact of venice uh i got 18 years experience in wastewater and so that shit interests me and I'm looking at this city built on islands. Well, actually, it was built on a marsh. They pounded over a million wood pilings down into the mud, into the clay to 
to make a decent foundation for the island to build on. And there, every square inch is just built straight up. I didn't see any wastewater treatment facilities or anything like that. They pump in their water from the Alps. Isn't it the Alps? I think. Some big mountains close by. I know the Swiss Alps are close, but yeah. not not that close. But anyway, they get real... They're, they're, their drinking water is awesome, but the sewer water, I'm like, where in the hell does it go? And it goes right into the canals. That's why people don't swim in the canals. That's one of the reasons you don't swim in the canals. You're going to get ran over by a boat for one, but two, uh, the water is a little contaminated. It's not that dirty because twice a day, if you remember your sixth grade science, you get tides. And uh, the tides come in and go out twice a day. And that's just like flushing the toilet. That The water, the whole lagoon is is replaced with fresh, well, fresh, fresh salt water from the Adriatic Sea. And it shows it's, it's clean. We never saw a piece of toilet paper or hardly any trash at all. No, there was no trash. In, 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 in the, the entire, well, in the water right, right. and the entire city. Yeah, the place is very clean. Uh, very... Free, infrequently, we would get a, just a little hint of sewer, but you could get that anywhere. Walking downtown of your city, you smell it, but uh, very clean, amazing, but strange engineering or lack of. I'm not sure. Anyway, next. So, well, the bridge of size. I was. That's a kind of a neat little story. Okay. There's a enclosed bridge that goes over a canal. It goes, it's high though. It's up a couple floors. It's not uh, down low like the average bridge. And the bridge of size, it's connected. It connects two buildings, government buildings. One's a prison, a jail prison, and the other is the courthouse. And when the inmates or defendants are leaving the courthouse after they've been sentenced, they're walking across the bridge, and it's an enclosed where you're walking inside the bridge, not on top of it. And there's a little window you can look out. And the inmates that have been sentenced to a long sentence or a life sentence, they look out the window and they see their last glimpse of the beautiful Venice and from their free perspective, and they just let out a heavy sigh. And so the guards, they just named it the Bridge of Sighs because every, every prisoner did the same damn thing, understandably. And anyway, there's a great song from Robin Trower, Bridge of Sighs. I've known the song for 25 years Never understood their origins until now. Until you stood on top of it. I didn't stand on the bridge. No. But we did get close to it and take yeah. a picture of it. You're right. I'm not an inmate. True. I'm not going across yeah. that bridge. I'm not going back. I ain't going back. But anyway, they uh, apparently there's that's not the only one, but that's like the most famous one. But there's like nine different bridge of size throughout the world. Anyway, what else? I think that's all in Venice. We walked and ate and drank and we learned... Okay, we, we we love wine. Or snobs. Wine snobs. Well, we thought we were, and we're particular to California wines. Red wines, we're just not big fans of white wines, but when in Italy, or when in Venice, we tried it, and there were local white wines, and they knocked our socks off. They were delicious. They were delicious. And, and that's what we ended up drinking most the, of the time when the, we were over there... The, the whole last, time. the whole, yeah, the last week. Besides beer, oh yeah, we and we, vodka, we, well, beer, and the three major food groups: beer, wine, and vodka. <laughs> but when we drink wine, we drink a white 
dry, yeah. The wine. Sauvignon. Sauvignon Blanc. No, it was. They didn't well, even say the Blanc. I don't know that's, if that's a different I thing. I think it's a given. It's white. It's it Blanc. was Sauvignon, and it was good. And we're big fans of white wine now. Yeah. Italian white wine. Yeah. The French wasn't bad either. No, it was good. Now we're going to have to give California a try. No. Whatever. Okay, then off to Munich. Yep, we flew to <laughs> Munich. Flew to Munich. It, it resembled Berlin. Yeah, Bavarian-esque. Very old architecture. And we love the U-Bahn and the S-Bahn. Traveling in Germany has become so, like... It's easy. It's so easy for us. So, <clears throat> I love it. We land at the... At the Munich airport, we figure out where we're going, and we hop on the U-Bahn, get off on the S-Bahn, or maybe it's the other way around. And we end up at our, at our hotel, and we're hmm, 5 o'clock, 5.30, I think, maybe. And we go downstairs, or we decide that we're going to... Oh, we had to wait for our hotel room to get fixed. That's right. We were running a little late. And then we got in our hotel room, decide we're going to go to the, to the um, Oktoberfest grounds, and... Um, we show up there, never been, I've read a lot about it, you know, there's tents, you gotta get in the tents, blah, blah, blah. Don't have a game plan. Don't have a game plan at all. We get there, and it is so overwhelming, there are so many people, so much, so much stuff is going on. Um, It's the biggest carnival slash state fair you'll have ever seen, um... But with with all the rides, like a regular yeah, all the rides, fair, all the you know amusement park, yeah, throw a ball and win a you know toy or whatever kind of thing, and then they have these huge tents that each in size are at least a football field in width and length, completely covered, um, and bands playing in them, people singing, dancing, throwing their beers around. I mean, it's just. It's just crazy. So we're here at 5 o'clock on a Friday. It's a Friday evening. We can see the air in our ways. And people are already, you know, hammered. The tents are full. And so we text our friend who had told us a lot of details about um, Munich. Like She had been. Yeah, she'd been. What do we do? And she's we, we didn't know if we had to buy tickets or yeah. be reservations because there's people that look like they knew what they were doing. And they're just and they still in. couldn't get in. Well, some well, would some just walk in, walk and some in. couldn't get in. We didn't understand what are we in a wrong line? Do we do we not buy the right tickets? We didn't know. Mm-hmm. And she and she said, "No, you don't buy tickets. You just go in. The only thing you pay for is beer and food." Yes. So she said, "You got to go. You got to go in the mornings." She's like, "You got to start early when they first open. Get a seat. Have some beers." You know, eat if you need to eat, whatever. Just you got to go early. So we started out the night. So that was our game plan. We went back to the hotel and we were like, okay, we're going to go. We're going to do this. Wake up Saturday morning. We get dressed. We get in the elevator to head downstairs. And back a little bit. Before we left to Munich or to on this trip a couple weeks ago, you know, everybody was encouraging us. Oh, you have to get Lederhosen. You have, you have and, to dress up. You have to dress up. What's and, your dress called? The Drendel? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, Brian, we got we got to get that. And he's I'm like, thinking, okay, oh, I'll play along. So I go on Amazon and I look for something and I buy it. And it looks good. And it's a costume. It had a hat and it, it, it and a went, red feather. And it went in his suitcase. So that ought to give you an idea. <laughs> 
it was of on the, the quality. It was on the economical side. <laughs> so I try it on, not there, but here at home. And I'm looking in the mirror and I'm going, this it looks cheesy, but it's great. I mean, the, the Lederhosen in general, I thought just looked cheesy, but it looked good. I go, it's good. Presentable. No problem. We're going to Munich. Nobody's going to care. Everybody's drinking. It's not a big deal. Hmm. We get out of the hotel. We're walking down the road because we got like a, I don't know, 10, 10 minute walk to the U-Bahn. And just to remind you, we're in Germany. People are speaking German and we know they're making fun of us. <laughs> and I was like, I kept telling Merdo, this isn't good. This is cheesy. This is cheesy. This looks like shit. I got to do something, you know. And and I'm I am baldy. I don't give a shit what people think of me normally. <laughs> I don't try hard on my appearance as long as I'm clean and not offensive. I don't care. But the final straw was the old lady in the wheelchair being pushed by your grandson down the sidewalk and she looks at me sideways and, and just points snickers to him. <laughs> and i'm like all right that's it he We're goes going that's back. it he goes we got i go do you want to turn around and go back goes, yes i'm like all right let's go and then we ended up we changed out of our uniforms and we went into- you were hot by the way <laughs> your you. your outfit was just it was spot on it was fine thank you nailed it Thanks. Me, and no. I understood the assignment. Yeah, well, you got yours off fucking Amazon, too. It's just <laughs> a cheap dress. You it's know. not a cheap dress. No, but I mean, even the cheapest would have oh. been way better than my cheap hosen. Yeah. My faux hosen. <laughs> so we um, we changed clothes and we got back on the on the train and we went into Marienplatz, which is a uh, downtown plaza in Munich. And... Um, thought well we'll be able to find something there and we ended up walking around all day found him some lederhosen big heavy duty they got they got uh, lederhosen stores like like the men's warehouse yep i mean it's and it's, it's not all a year long it's all year right. long yeah it's not a costume it's a leather shop or a dress shop or the department stores they got um, racks out in the street probably only during the festival do they go out on the street i don't i don't know but these are year-round businesses that are just loaded with just beautiful leather garments. So we bought one. So I spent some money. <laughs> but I, but he uh, felt like a fucking rock star. Oh, well, yeah, because mine is, you can't get any more authentic than buying it downtown Munich at, from a leather shop. During Oktoberfest. During Oktoberfest. And yeah. I think, because we were the last week, we, we figured it's like a two and a half week mm-hmm. festival. I'm not exactly, it's three weekends, Mario yeah. says. Uh, but toward, we were there towards the end, and uh, things were marked down. So, but it was um, good time to get. So one. we got his lederhosen, walked around all day, just oh, got some good cheese, we got looked, some bottles of wine. We went up. Yeah, we just hung out after. We looked at the rest of the festival because the, the yeah. October festival is all of Munich, probably a little bit of all of Germany, but all of Munich is a festival. I, I felt well that festive atmosphere. Right, all that, of their stuff that they do is out of the festival grounds. But correct. yes, it's it's a holiday ish time of year for them. Right, there's parades you, and you stuff felt, like that. You felt yeah. it, Munich wide. Yeah. So then the next day we woke up. We donned our correct outfits, and in words from the great sleepy Carl Snyder, it's impossible to drink all day if you don't start early. It's just science. Yeah, so we started early. And we got there. I think, I think we finished early. <laughs> yeah, well, 
Yeah, there was napping, heavy napping involved. <laughs> and so, you know, we learned so much. I mean, the most important thing you learn is don't buy your fucking lederhosen off of Amazon. I would recommend going to Munich, buying them downtown, just like I did, but have a plan to do that. But the other thing we learned is all the beer that they serve in the tents are, it's, it's the same beer. It's, they call it fest beer. And they make it once a year just for this festival because they, the volume is so huge and they're just slinging beers like, like no, nothing you've ever seen. And you, you can't take a beer order like, well, I, I want the dark, I want the light, I want the gluten-free bullshit. You know, it's just, <laughs> I want a beer. Okay, here's your beer. And and we didn't understand that. We were just like, oh, okay, we're, I will just get this beer. And then... We, we learned there's only six major breweries that have the permit to, to brew, brew for... Oktoberfest to be considered an Oktoberfest beer. They all brew the same recipe. Some put a little spin spin. on it. Yeah, Yeah. put their own spin on it. But they are the only six that are permitted to brew the beer that happens at Oktoberfest. And we learned that the Americans have been saying it wrong all of our life. The Lohenbrau, the very famous German beer. We remember it from the 70s and the 80s. But it's called Leuvenbräu. And he will correct you every time. It's Leuvenbräu. Lohenbräu. Mm-hmm. Ask Siri. She'll tell you. But uh, then they have beer gardens, you know, little smaller tents or outside the main tents. Uh, some are covered, some are not. And those they are have, different breweries. And they have all kinds of... Different they have kinds selections. Of yeah, yeah, they have selection of beers. And there's brats and kraut oh. and schnitzel the and fair food. and German fair food. German fair food. And it's just crazy the other thing i learned about the best beer is you know i was thinking it's a four percent something no that's how he was drinking it well Well, it's only a four percent beer i got this because it was going down like it was three percent beer Uh, 6.8 it's six something (laughs) (laughs) that's when there was heavy napping involved from baldy yeah we would go into a tent and we would order one beer because and he would drink most of it. Well, <laughs> and they're not they're not like little beers you've ever seen here before. They're like a thirty two ouncer. Yeah, those big half gallon. The big steins that you see. That's what they get served in. You don't have a choice. That's it. That's yeah. you get one beer and <laughs> here it is. They put a massive head on it, but how how much was it? It was fourteen dollars. Fourteen dollars yeah, for right. those beers. Fourteen dollars, which for is a great deal. It's a hell of a deal. Yeah, because can't afford getting... to stay sober at that pace. Right. <laughs> It was, then there was a poor guy we met oh. that was drinking something different out of a different glass too, right? It was yeah, it was smaller. a smaller clear glass. It looked like seltzer or had, it actually looked like club soda. Yeah. He had the only different beer on our table and, and we're like, what the hell? And he says, I'm gluten free. No. He says, I have a gluten intolerance. So I came to Oktoberfest and I'm drinking wine and he's like just so disgusted. He goes, fuck my life. <laughs> I think they watered it down for him. Well, was they it? did. The, they were watering it down because he had had quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. But, but in, in the middle of all of this, because they're, they're huge picnic tables, and they'd smash however many butt cheeks you could put on this picnic table, you put them on there. And there, it is just shoulder to shoulder, butt to butt. You're back to back. The people, the, the seats behind you are touching you. I mean, it is. You can't 
pack them in anymore. They don't have a fire marshal law like we do oh here God, in the states, no. or they would have they would shut it down with fifty percent of the occupancy. But in the middle of all that, these girls, what do they call the girls serving the beers? I don't know. Well, they, you know, they're carrying like... Badass. They're badass. They're carrying like six of these massive signs in each hand. Or they got a a food tray because they're serving food in the middle of all Not this, which beer. is a good idea. Oh, yeah. Because people need food the way they're drinking. But I just can't imagine it how... I, I never imagined it, but I, I couldn't believe it. They're serving food, but they were carrying around trays. There were some of the trays were probably six feet long, two feet wide, and they got it thrown up on one shoulder and then a handful of beers and the other arm. Just, and I, we didn't, I didn't see any accidents. Didn't no. see anything drop. I heard one cup drop. Yeah, but but that geez, was. You go to a wine tasting <sighs> right. with 20 people in a building, you're going to yeah. drop a glass. Yeah. It, this, there were the thousands most, of people in just one tent. Thousands. Controlled chaos. Like, you just can't even... The description doesn't do it any justice. The pictures don't do it any justice. It's something... The videos are pretty good when they're singing. Well, yeah, the videos are good, but man, it's just crazy to witness. Yeah, and every tent set up pretty much the same. Yeah. They got a big raised circular s- stage mm-hmm. right in the middle of all these, and they're up a couple, I don't know, 10, 20, 30 feet, some mm-hmm. of them. And they're, I don't know, 20, 30 feet in diameter. And they got live bands. And they're but playing they're, cover. Yeah, they're playing all American cover songs. And everybody's singing them to them. But with, with all kinds of brass and yeah. like traditional German instruments. <laughs> but, but singing, I love rock and roll. Yeah. Singing, oh, Sweet Home, no, uh, no, uh, Country Roads. Yeah. Oh, John Denver, yeah. Is one of the, I think they say that's the that's, most... Uh, well-known song that, in Europe. That was another uh, joke I made with that kid. Oh, yeah. We're <laughs> sitting with... Uh, what country were they? Uh, they're from Canada. Right? Was it Canada? But that wasn't funny then. No, Why? he says that was the best Canadian singer ever. I go, yeah, pretty shitty pilot, but, but great oh. singer. <laughs> and he looks at me, no, he's like, oh, I, yeah. I thought you were going with uh, We Are the Champions. Oh, um, no. the world. No. Yeah, except for the last two world wars. Those yeah, everybody, everybody was uh, <laughs> singing, you know, We Are the Champions. And they, you know, of course, the line is of the world, but we're in Germany. So I reached down and whispered to the guy next to me. I said, except for those world wars. And then the other good line she pulled, or he pulled, it was, um, this was the Canadian dude that was Jewish. Yeah. And instead of a yarmulke, he's got a man bun. And Meredith goes, you're Jewish? What? Why aren't you wearing, or you should be wearing a yarmulke. And he goes, we're in Germany. That doesn't go over so well. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We didn't see any of that bullshit. No, no. No racist shit. Oh, no. It's a melting pot. There's so many people in Germany now that after the World Wars, you know, that place was decimated. And it just allowed, I mean, so many people left. That getting people back in, they came from everywhere. So, um, you know, it's just the biggest melting pot there is. Turkish people and... And everybody speaks English. Everybody. Somebody asked us last night or this morning, did you did you learn any German? I think it was Rachel. Did you learn any German? No. No, <laughs> no not at all. Danke. Yeah, Danke Shane. Thank you. But that was it. So, because everybody knows English. Oh, shit. And then we went to Paris. Oh, yeah. On our way back. 
So we left Munich Monday. I don't know what day, what actual physical day that was. Calendar day, I guess. And then, uh, so we went to Paris because that's on our way back. That's how we have to travel. And we stayed um, two nights there and had had a great yesterday. No, yesterday we traveled. The day before yesterday, we got up and we decided we're just going to walk around. Because I wanted to go see Notre Dame because we'd been here before and we saw um, it. We got to see it before it burned. Before it burned down. And so I wanted to see what they're doing and, you know, the restoration stuff just interests me. And um, so we got we knew we were going to walk there first. We walked there and then... Our other plan was to go through a garden and... But we found another garden. But we found another garden. And, and, then, we, uh, and, a, and then we ended up at the Louvre. And then... Walked through that big garden. Yeah, we walked through the garden at the end of that. And that took us down to the Champs de Elise. And shit. Then we went around behind the Eiffel Tower. And well, then we, we were beside the Eiffel Tower. We accidentally oh, yeah, uh, got ran into the US embassy districts. Yeah. And then it started raining, so we had to run to... We were walking to stay out of the rain, and then we just kind of got turned around and ended up walking over 25,000 steps in Paris in a day, and we were really tired. But it was a great day. It's only 15 miles. I don't know how many miles it is, <clears throat> but it was a lot on the legs. So we ate some bananas while we were drinking wine on the sidewalk because we were afraid we were going to cramp in the middle of the night. <laughs> ah, that was a quick of Paris. We got to see a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, we got to go back and confirm a lot, which was good. You know, we, we, we were there. We did a European trip about 10 years ago. Flew into London, went to Paris, went to Berlin, Amsterdam. And then back to London. Back to London. And Paris sucked. We hated Paris. Uh, the people were assholes. We confirmed it with French people that we know in Costa Rica. And they say, oh, we're not rude to Americans. We're rude to everybody. We especially rude to each other. It's almost like that's just, that's their street cred is being an asshole to each other. They're just rude, period. And, uh, you know, I say, well, I'd love to go back to France and get out of town, get out of Paris and go check it out. But we kind of swore we'd never go back to Paris. Uh, We saw the history we wanted the first time, and that was it. The history is amazing. But then we... Then we had to go back to see the... I wanted... Well, we were going to be... We were going to lay over there. Yeah, we, we had to lay over there. Yeah, so either we could... Let's spend a couple of days and we'll yeah. go check out... Stop. See how the things are going with the uh, restoration for Notre Dame Cathedral, which was amazing. But anyway, the point... The attitudes... Everybody was helpful. And we... I can't believe we're skipping over our oh, the hotels. Yeah. Our yeah. first hotel. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Anyway, my point before, just finish your damn story. Right? Uh, my point first, uh, everybody's attitude changed. They're just helpful and polite. And, you know, they see that you don't speak English, they're going to try hard. Don't, don't speak French, they're going to try harder for you to understand what they're trying to convey. And uh, the, I think the city smelled better. It, it was definitely cleaner. It was much cleaner. Mm-hmm. It, was just, it was just nice. And that was just 10 years ago, so, hey, there's hope for those French bastards yet. Oh anyway, so we, the night we were going to stay, or the day we were going to stay two nights, we get a driver from the airport to the hotel. Because it's, it's about an hour 
our outside of Paris, and I'm not real comfortable with the French underground system. We've tried it before, and I fucked it up, and it cost a lot of money, so I'm just not real comfortable <laughs> trying to do that again. Um, super comfortable with German subways and public transportation. I need to get over it. But anyways, we booked a car, picks us up in Paris at the uh, Charles de Gaulle airport and drives us to where our hotel should be. And he's like... He started slowing down. I'm seeing trash and homeless people on the side of the road. Yeah. And so we're like, "Um, hmm." and you know, our reservation wasn't cheap. So I was like, well, this doesn't right. He goes, well, it says your hotel is right here. And next to us is a river, which I booked it in a riverboat. So it made sense. I'm like, oh, yeah, it should be right over here, but I don't see anything. He goes, I think you have to get down and walk along the river, and it'll be over there. And I can't drive down there, so you have to get out here and walk from here. And we're like, "Mm, all right. All right. First of all, we back up a little bit. This piece of shit driver, he was a nice guy, Ahmed. Not even sure of his nationality because I was so fucking car sick I couldn't even talk to him because he drives with two feet. He is driving an automatic, and if any of you people listening use two feet while driving an automatic, you're an idiot. <laughs> Unless you're a cop and you're trained that way, but still, you're not trained to be taking passengers for luxury tours. He's got his right foot on the gas pedal, and his left foot is just tapping away on the brake for no reason. I don't know if he was... Listening to music in his own head because the the rhythm of the tapping was not matching the radio, but I wanted to choke the bastard in French and English. Okay, so he drops us off. We get out. We walk our stuff down, and uh, I we're I, under a bridge. Yeah, we're under a bridge with a huge population of homeless people looking a lot sketchy and I just take off walking because I'm like, I gotta get the fuck away from these people. I mean, she's also getting the fuck away from me and I'm like, whoa, 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 stay close. I'm pulling all the bags. I can't keep up with that. Yeah. And it's dunk and was dirty and there's all kinds of stuff everywhere. But the closer we got to where the hotel was, the boat, the better it started looking better. But we get in there and, um, you know, go check in. The lady says, oh, yeah, we tried to contact you. We There's have a-, a problem with your reservation. Yeah. There's a problem with your reservation. And I was like, oh, shit. And, 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 and we- I'm bristling because I'm thinking, all right, these guys are going to be assholes. So now what am I going to do? 10 years ago, that's what they were. Yeah. So we're all, our hackles are getting ready to go up. And like, all right, bitch, let's hear it. And so she just said that they'd had an electrical or some sort of problem on one side of the boat. And other rooms were, could be um, used. And so I'm just looking at her. She goes, but we made you a, a reservation somewhere else. And I'm thinking, oh, I already paid for this reservation. Okay, is it comparable? And she's like, oh, yeah, it's very comparable. Can we walk there? And she's like, oh, no, we, we'll have a cab ready for you. She's like, we're calling a cab and we're paying for it. Everything. I was like, oh, okay, very nice. It was not expected that they would be that nice just based on previous experience. And then we go... We're kind of standing there, and she goes, and why don't you, while you wait for the cab, go into the bar and have a glass of wine and appetizer and while you wait. All on us. Don't worry about it. Okay, so we went and sat down, had a glass of wine. Before before we could get our glass of wine, they came and told us that the cab was there. And Lee says, but you take your time, have your wine, have your appetizer. And I'm like, okay. So we after we finish, we get up, go grab our stuff, and we go outside. It's like 20 minutes later. Yeah. And we, when we get in the cab, his little 
what is, is the meter? The meter is already at twenty eight dollars because he'd been waiting so long for us. So I felt a little bad, but then he drove us to a really cool little boutique hotel that we didn't realize it at the time, but was more cent- centrally located to where we wanted to be. And so it just like this. Yeah, we, we could walk to everything. Yeah, there. we walked to everything. There was a um, restaurant on the corner where we could sit in chairs and drink wine at night. And it was just, it was really where we should have been. So the, it was a great fuck up. <laughs> yeah, but the, the riverboat would have been a cool experience because it's on the river and you got a good view, I guess, of the city. But if we were going to leave there, first of all, you got it. You couldn't do it at night because it would scare the. Shit yeah, once we once we would have been in that hotel, we wouldn't have left been at night ever. In. So you'd have to get a cab to get out. Even in, in the, during the day, we'd have to get a cab to mm-hmm. get anywhere close to what we want to see. So yeah, our I would go li- back. Not to the river boat. No, I would go back to the hotel that we got right. put up in. I love the location. Yeah, the location was great. The rooms are a little small, but now we know what to expect. And but it was still really a great experience. Two thumbs up. That's my Yelp. Four would five. would do again or something yeah. like that. Yep, would stay here again. So what else happened? Um, that was Paris, and then we went to the airport, and yesterday, and we flew to Paris to London, and we had a three-hour layover in London, which London, their flagship clubhouse is at Heathrow. So we got to experience that, which was Didn't amazing. Suck. Amazing. We yeah, ate so you- much food in <laughs> the lounge that when we got on our first-class flight 10 hours, we didn't eat anything. Yeah, they served three three course meals on the plane, and we wanted Declined. nothing because we ate so much in the. You can't call it a lounge; it's a clubhouse. It's they, called the clubhouse. The clubhouse, but it was beautiful, and the food was delicious. They have showers. The drinks were great. Yeah, they have showers if you want them. You sit at your table, and wherever you know they have little tiny cocktail tables with really nice, like recliner chairs. Yeah. Well, we had couches, couches yesterday. <laughs> yeah. uh, but there's a a little sign on your table with a QR code. You just click the QR code with your phone and order, and they know where it came from, and they bring you everything from your cocktails to your and, food. And you everything. can order as much as you want, how, as often, often as you want. So you, we just go through and we go click, 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 yeah. click, and then I around the corner, some. then around the corner, some little girl comes with a tray and it's got food. Food and drinks. It's wonderful. It's pretty good. Yeah. So, and then we got home last night and our our favorite Whitley picked us up from the airport and drove us home. And we got up this morning and we're just trying to recoup and do laundry. Well, I'm doing laundry. Brian's luggage is still in London. Oh, yeah. Mine, mine's got left in London. So his leader hosen's in London. I think somebody's trying to hijack my hosen. They heard that I bought some really good shit in Munich and... Uh, this is the way they're going to rip me off. Mm-hmm. Bastards. Right. We'll just have to go back. Anybody want to go? Yeah. Bueller. <laughs> Munich. 2024. Yeah. All right, guys. Okay. That is our European Vacation 2023. Right? Podcast. Oh, I can't get some words out today. I need to start drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is our first morning and sober At that. Podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm drinking ice water. Sober. Oh, you didn't have anything? No. Oh, you just talked about it. Dawn was here. Oh, Dawn was here. She came and made sure we made it home. She didn't believe us we were home okay. So (laughs) she had to come and check on us this morning. So we had, she had a cocktail while she was waiting for us to, I don't know, have more coffee. Here, try this. Tell me if it tastes like the Fest beer. 
It's really it dark. Does. This is my homemade red. Kind of Fespier, huh? Yeah, a little bit. Not a big fan. Nah, not that variety. And maybe if I put my liter hosen on, it would taste better. And maybe if it was colder. Well, it was cold when I poured it. Hmm. All right. Okay, we're going to go eat lunch. Bye. Bye.